You're listening to Two Guys Talking Wine with Michael Pincus and Andre Pru. I'm uh, I'm Michael Pincus from MichaelPincusWineReview.com. You are listening to Two Guys Talking Wine, but I have no idea who my co-host is today. I'm I Andre think... Pru, and I'm sick. Andre, I don't know if you're laughing as hard as I am. I... Because uh, I heard Andre, and uh, I just can't stop laughing. So I may just suddenly break out into gales of laughter listening to you talk today. Well, let me just kind of explain what's gone on. I'm on the tail end of a pretty nasty head cold and flu. Okay, keep going. I just can't listen to you. I don't know why. You, you know what the worst part about sounding like this is? I'm actually feeling much better like I was off work for a few day a few days last week. And I mean, I my mom's a nurse. She would never let me call in sick unless I was dying. And I just don't know why. I've just had a hard time shaking this and now my voice talks like this. But we do have a method behind our madness as to why we're recording a podcast, even though I sound like this. Well, I, I actually uh I have pretty much of a chest cold the last uh, I would say uh, I just got back from Florida, and the whole time there, I was fighting a chest cold. That was, but unlike you, I still had the nasal capacity to drink. Well, I mean, that's and that's, that's what I, that's what we're talking about. Today that's right. Is uh, tasting or drinking while sick? Now, some people think that's the um, that's the prescription to get better. But I mean, even if it is the prescription for when you're getting better, um, I'm sure everyone knows if you're listening to this, that things taste very differently when you're congested. And I, I think that's mainly what we're what we're talking about. And also just the, the fact that um, uh, I mean, it may be unavoidable to to be tasting wine or tasting something while you're not feeling well. No, because, you know, we go to. The vintages tastings every two weeks, and if you miss it, you kind of really miss it. There, I know there are makeup tastings for it, but it's just not not the same kind of tasting that you would get first thing in the morning because we have to wait till later in the afternoon. Yeah, and the wines are completely different. But tasting while sick is, I think, one of the hardest parts of our job. Definitely. And it's something that, I mean, even if I take a look at my tasting notes, because I will still write my tasting notes when I'm when I'm feeling ill. Um, but I mean, it, it is interesting. I, I think especially with something like a, a Chardonnay, like so much of what you're getting from a, what? a Chardonnay, like an oak Chardonnay. Shut up, Michael. What What, what is that you are talking about? Oh, wait. Are, are we not talking about the fact that you've just done like what? Four Chardonnay videos in a row on your website? I just recorded another one today. You can go to michaelpincuswinereview.com and listen to Michael Pincus talk about all the joys of Chardonnay. I just did one today for the Featherstone uh, Canadian Oak. The 2015? 14. Believe it or not, I'm still back at the 14. I just had a chance to taste the 15, uh, and the review should be up on my website, andrewinereview.ca. And I know this is going to be a little bit of a, a, a tangent, getting a little off topic, but I mean, man, that Canadian oak, the way that uh, that Dave and Louise are killing it with that wine. I mean, I just I'm baffled. Like I'm, I'm almost speechless at how good that wine is. Does it still have the tropical fruit to it? Uh, it does, but it leans a little bit more towards orchard fruit when we're talking about 15. It's almost like the oak is a little bit softer on it, but still really well balanced. Little, little hot, a little hotter vintage. So, like in the cooler vintages, you get like coconut and tropical fruit, and you're like, "What the hell? 
How do you get that from Canadian oak? But anyway, no we really do digress. Um, tasting while ill is not fun. And I remember once being in Italy a couple of years back, and I, uh, the last leg of the journey, let's say, you know, I was there, I think, 10 days. And for the last four of them, I was literally feeling like I was on death's door. And I went to a pharmacist there and I said, you know, in my broken English, bada boop, bada bing, or what was the thing you did for me the other day? You sent me something. <laughs> From Family Guy, uh, Peter Griffin trying to speak Italian. A bada yeah. boopy? Bada boopy? Yeah. Bobbity so boopy? I was bada boopying uh, at a pharmacy and the guy gives me something. He says, oh, this is, this is what you need. And I'm like, oh, great. So uh, I started taking it and it did absolutely nothing for me. But by the, uh, I think by the third day of whatever he gave me, um, things started to taste funny. Okay. And I got home and uh, I was tasting a wine uh, with my wife. And um, I said to her, because we traced it, it was a, a rosé sparkling. And I said, I'm getting mandarin orange. And she looks at me and goes, yeah, okay. <laughs> it It totally changed my taste buds yep. completely i was tasting mandarin orange in everything and i mean the best that we can do when we're tasting especially if we're going to be making notes for our, our websites um i mean i focus on decongestants but my favorite thing to use is a neti pot um oh, is, that, is that when you pour that stuff in your nose yeah you you, oh. you mix up a little saline solution it goes in one nostril and out the other but the, like the way it works is it actually rinses the um the mucous membranes in your sinuses that are irritated by the sickness that you have it, it actually is the closest thing to scrubbing your sinuses down and, and you want to give us a tasting note on that on a neti pot well if you're doing it properly it shouldn't taste like anything doesn't it go down the back of your throat no it goes in one nostril and out the other Oh, see, because when you pour things in your nose, sometimes they end up in the back of your throat. So you tilt your head forward, Michael. Follow the instructions. Oh, my God. I don't know if I, I've never, I don't think I've ever used a neti pot. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, here's a bit of a funny story. How I discovered them was my mother was visiting from Saskatchewan and she's a, a nurse. Uh, and I was feeling a little sick. And I joked with her that I needed a neti pot because to be perfectly honest, even being 30 years old, I wanted to gross my mother out. Just, I mean, I'm sure if you're listening to this right now and you've never used a neti pot, you think it's something gross. I was part of that camp. So my mom didn't want to be put in her place by her smart ass kid. She went out and bought me one. And what am I going to do? I'm not going to be ungrateful. My mother's bought me this medicinal, you know, saline rinse. Of course, I'm going to use it. And I'm glad I did. And I swear by it since then. So there's got to be other people who um will put some sort of booze in hot water and, and put a towel over their head yep uh, i can't remember what the booze is it may be rubbing alcohol believe it or not uh, i think you but, can use uh, rum and, and whiskeys to make hot toddies hot toddies is another one yep. but i know that hot water with a towel over your head and you try to breathe in the aromas from what's going on and uh, so you know we should ask people if they've got any really good uh cold remedies to uh to Put them on the Facebook page. Two guys talking wine. Yeah, I actually, think that's I a great idea. I swear by Advil cold and sinus. I st I think that is the greatest thing since sliced bread. I'll pop that like Tic Tacs. You know, I actually used to swear by the Advil cold and sinus, and I think my body's built up a tolerance to the medication in it. I've switched to the Tylenol cold and sinus, and I mean that's the other thing. The neti pot will clean your sinuses, but if you're really sick, it's it's gonna come back. Like, 
Yeah. I mean, well, now the uh, Advil Cold and Sinus has uh, an extra strength, so you can get right back on that, Andre. I'll give that a try. <laughs> so, are you are you tasting anything right now? Because I'm drinking water. I'm still... I, I'm I'm not because um, I, I I on the day that we're recording, we have a tasting tomorrow. Uh, so that tells you that it's a Thursday that we are the uh, we are recording, and uh, I really. Uh, want to keep my immune system up as i said i've been fighting a little chest infection and i wake up in the morning with uh with a little bit of congestion so i'm trying to uh to fight it um and i've done all right for now but i really don't want to on a tasting day be you know real crapped up fair enough well i guess on that note we'll leave it here and we'll leave this with our wonderful listeners let us know how you can Taste wine when you're sick. I swear by the neti pot. Michael swears by Advil cold and sinus. And, and if you have anything else, let us know But how you how you get through a cold. And if you are one of those people who drink when you are sick, does it make you feel better? I'm yeah, really just thinking about that. <laughs> All so right. With, with, with funny, funny Prue over there, who is uh, Andre Prue, uh, AndreWineReview.ca and... I am uh, Michael Pincus of MichaelPincusWineReview.com. I'll let him have his voice for the rest of the evening. Andre, good night. I'm sick. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to Two Guys Talking Wine on iTunes.